Hi, my name is James Bryden and welcome to my podcast, Food for Thought. Today I have with me Lee Sanders of CCP, which is Computer Consultant Professionals. And uh, Lee, you've got six employees, I believe. Correct, yes. Yeah, and uh, and really what I wanted to talk about today was um, a recent challenge that you've gone through. Would you care to share what you've what you've gone through in terms oh, of your health? August last year, a few weeks before my 40th birthday, or 39th birthday actually, uh, I was diagnosed with bowel cancer. It was a bit of a shock at the time, I wasn't expecting that. Also, um, okay, so once you got over the initial shock, what, what happened then? Obviously you need to get treatment, but... Uh... Well, uh, fortunately, I'd already delegated most of the work and my work, so I could leave the business to run itself with my team, and I was very quickly shuttled into hospital to go through a first round of surgery, uh, mm -hmm. where they diverted my bowels, and mm -hmm. I ended up with a colostomy bag, or ileostomy bag, really, and implanted a, an infusiport. Right, okay. But you actually got rid of the bag after a while. Is that oh right? yeah. So yeah. now, now that it's all done and dusted, the, they've rediverted things and joined the pipes back up, and um, almost normal person. Oh, good. So you're back at work. Back at work, uh, normal as far as everyone else is concerned. Yeah. Okay. Now I think the key thing uh, to to get out of the conversation that we're having today is the fact that you were able to take time off, and your business still ran and ran well. Very much the case, yes. Yes, so what what did you do? And obviously this was prepared before you knew you were going to be in this situation. So obviously you set up your business very well. What did you do? Well, it started out setting things up so I could go on holidays. So the last holiday I took was actually in April the year before. Yeah. And uh, to go away for four weeks at a time, there's certain things you need to make sure that it just get handled. All the phone calls, all the emails, all the jobs, all the customers who are calling you up and asking for me personally, made to make sure that they're still provided the same level of excellent service we normally provide, mm -hmm. and to make sure that they don't need me to make things happen. And right. to do that, you need to delegate. But it's more than just delegating, it's inspecting what you've, what's been done. It's essentially, inspect what you expect. Right, okay. So, in order for that to happen, you had to have all of your staff on board. Yeah, clear procedures, everyone knows their roles, everyone knows the KPIs involved within their roles, and a lot of it really just comes down to very, very clear procedures for everything involved. And I used to micromanage everyone in my business, but as I've gotten bigger, that's been harder to do and it just increases my workload. So rather than having to micromanage people, we've created procedures for everything. And it started out as even creating a procedure for when we order pizzas on Fridays. Right. So if you go to order pizza on pizza, how do you do it? You ask three different people, they'll suggest three different stores, they'll order different types of pizza, they'll do everything different. Yeah. So we started out with the first step was literally check for coupons and having certain stores authorised for ordering and a certain yeah. amount, budget per person. And as soon as you set a few parameters and a procedure, it get the same thing every time. It's very easy. It's such a simple concept, isn't it? 
It is, but it's also very hard to do. You need to make sure you write everything down. Okay. Now, that raises the next question. You've got six employees. Did you write all of the procedures yourself? I haven't written any of them. Um, I have dictated some of them, and I have edited some steps when I've gone through them, and they were missing something that I didn't find clear or needed elaboration. Um, but most of them have been done by my, my team. So... As they do something that's new, the first person to do that will be the person to write the procedure, the second person will go and edit it, and the person who wrote it is one of their KPIs is ranked on how well that procedure is written. Right, okay. So the whole process of getting all, and I understand that this is not a, 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 a thing that ever finishes because you're, no. you're always coming up with They're new ones. They're always changing. But, but how, how long did it actually take, given that you didn't write them, how long did it actually take for everybody to get most of this done and in place? Surprisingly, not that long. Uh, I would suggest three to six months, the core the core systems in our business were fully documented. The, okay. the, everything that we needed to do, it generally it gets covered at least once a month. Right. All right so everything we do, it, we have a monthly cycle for invoicing, we have a monthly cycle for most things we do. So after the first 30 days, we already knew what we were missing, what needed improvement, and since then it's just been an iterative process to improve things. Okay, so you ha and you have templates for your procedures, so they're all written in a fairly similar way, I'd imagine? We have a procedure for writing procedures. <laughs> Certain standards I wouldn't expect anything less. Yeah, very much the case. <laughs> and rather than micromanaging everything, you just make sure it's explicit what you expect. Okay, now you raised that point, talking about micromanaging getting to the point, and I've met some people who are micromanagers, and this puts puts staff off. It does. It, the the, the it, team don't like it when they don't have the authority to finish the job, when you have to get approval at every step. They're yeah. much happier when they have more, uh, what's the right word there? Uh, clarity. Leeway, clarity, clarity. Uh, yeah. responsibility. Because mm. I, I suppose once, once you've got these, your, your staff in a position where they're doing the job well, and it's written up and they're producing the KPIs that you need, then it would be silly not to just let them get on with it. Very much correct. The only time we I intervene is when there's a problem. If something goes wrong, we don't blame the person who did the work because they were following the procedure. We look at, okay, it went wrong. Can you help me explain why it went wrong? How did that skip something in the procedure and what do we need to change so that this doesn't happen again? Right, okay. Okay, and that brings me on to my next sort of area there is, is your people. Okay, now you, you've carefully cultivated the right type of person that you want in your business, mm -hmm. and you've got a lot of people, or most of them, I think, have been working there for quite a while. Yeah, uh, right? up to 10 years in some cases, yes. Yeah, okay. So what makes them different? What makes them different is their attention to detail and they are actually competent to do the job that I've hired them for. The biggest problem I've found is finding people who can actually do the job repetitively, consistently, and that they, not that they don't make mistakes, but they actually take ownership, they remedy whatever's gone wrong, and essentially they handle the problems themselves to right. a large extent. Right, okay, so, so they're all willing to take on responsibility they are all delegated responsibility yeah, they they're all willing to accept it very much the case they they wouldn't still be here if they didn't accept that right okay sounds like a template for a pretty good business thank you 
I certainly have tried and spent a lot of time. I've been doing this now since uh, the year 2000, so yeah. 17 years now, 18 years now. Yeah. And it's taken a long time to learn what's involved to build a business where it's not just a job for me and I'm yeah. required to be there every day, all day to get things done, to being able to take the last six months off on yeah. essentially holidays. Yeah. And the only thing I had to do was once a fortnight log in to actually make sure the salaries are paid. Um, in terms of the benefits of doing this, and we've got an obvious one in terms of being able to take time off for health reasons, okay? What other benefits? Less, less stress, less work. The, the big thing for me was stress. When yeah. you have to keep an eye on everything, you're paying attention to so many details across so many different areas, and the bigger you get, the more work you have. And that just creates stress. You're trying to remember everything, you kind of control everything. Mm. And at some point you have to let go. And that was one of the biggest things and hardest things for me to do was to let go. Um, but now that I've done it, uh, it's reduced my workload significantly. It's reduced my stress significantly. And it's changed the attitude in the office. I used to be a somewhat angry boss. I would take things personally when things went wrong. And that would then stress my staff out because I'd be angry at them. Um, and the best thing I did was to delegate the actual management of the staff to one of my team members. So they became my almost general manager, my supervisor, and they're doing the staff review, staff performance. They're the people who can talk to my team in a way that's uh, not angry. It's It follows the proper OHS rules. Yes, yes. And uh, it means that the staff are happy with that as well. Wow. And I guess one of the other benefits would be that Perhaps, and I'm sure you'll agree with me on this. Your business might actually be worth more. Uh, I certainly hope so. It's it's slowly slowly getting be worth a lot more. Uh, and and if not, certainly easier to sell because you have all of this all of this set up. Oh, the business is in a saleable form right now because of the, the amount of attention we've put into the accounts, the systems. Everything right now is in a saleable state. It's not worth what I'd like for it. It's still in a process. It's not where I want to be as a final goal. I'm sure it's a lot further along than it would have been had you not done this. Oh, very much the case. Yeah. So, and I think this is a really good, this chat with you has been really good for, for people who are in business and listening to Lee's story. It, it's a great example of what you could be like if you're prepared to do what Lee has done. So, really appreciate your time today, Lee. It's been fascinating and and I hope illuminating for for our listeners so well, what's illuminating for me was that my staff have been had people attempt to poach them quite regularly yeah. and every now and again they'll just turn around and say hey Lee I got another job offer they're actually willing to pay me quite a lot more than you are but I don't want to move they're actually happier in the role they are even though they can get paid more elsewhere and that can be no greater sort of uh, compliment to you. Testimonial, yeah. Yeah, yeah so well done and, and thank you again. No worries, thank you James.